What's going on? What's going on, everybody? It is the only sports podcast podcast. I'm Will. That's Casino. That's right. This is the only sports podcast that's ever existed. Huge success. I don't know why more people aren't doing that, especially when we kill it in the picks every week. Uh, Last week, Casino, you picked 12 out of a possible, what, 16 games, correct? So you only miss four. That was yep. Dolphins, Bengals, Lions, Seahawks, Steelers, Jets, and then Rams 49ers. So really the only one out of or those two, I'm shocked the Lions and Steelers lost because those two seem like they, I mean, that those games could have gone like either way. Oh yeah. I I'm <laughs> I hope you had the over in that uh, Seattle Detroit game. Ugh, dude, first first time of the year I did a parlay game or like a parlay ticket tease and uh viking saints just murdered me i thought it would go Ooh. under so i picked the under it was under the entire game looked like it was going to easily be under until like four minutes left in the game and then they went 10 points over and then of course i picked the vikings to win and they did but they only won by three and the line was three and a half so just murdered on both those two of course everything else the other four things on the ticket hit of course, it was just those two that did not hit. So that's how it goes. But how so you do we learn today? What do we learn today? Don't follow BJ's picks. I mean, I still got 10. The only difference <laughs> picks we had is I pick the Bears and I picked the, the Jaguars to beat the Eagles. Those are the only two uh, picks we got different. Um, um, yeah. But I'm glad I did flip-flop three times and it finally end up on the Bills because I was going to pick the Ravens. And let's start actually with that game, Casino. The- no, uh, uh, let, let's, let's go back to Thursday because I, I really want to talk about this. Uh, oh, the Tua, Tua situation yeah. here. All right. Start with, uh, start with Thursday. We see <laughs> Cincinnati Bengals win its second game in a row this season. Now they're tied two and two. Uh, against the Dolphins and obviously the really only two stories coming out of this are Bengals look to be back at least to a fraction of what they were last season but the obvious main story that still has really not cooled down even though the NFL was hoping it would is Tua gets a concussion last week he gets up he's wobbling around clearly like messed up in the head and then gets put back what five days later six days later to play the thursday night game not just wobbling he had to have his team help him off the field yep it was bad it was bad and then he gets just rocked in this game and then has to get taken out on a cart there now there's like no timetable for Tua to come back their season looks to be in jeopardy but i mean who really gives a shit about that because Tua he Uh, but but Casino, did you freeze? Yeah, we froze. All right, go ahead. All right. Um, what were we saying? Uh, so with the Tua thing, what is the, I guess, what is the repercussions to this? We already saw that the doctor who evaluated him got fired. There's probably going to be a yeah. shitload of fines on the Dolphin organization. But like, I, I, where does so, Tua so go what's from up here? With this? 
what is up with this that this doctor is an unaffiliated to the dolphins how is this an unaffiliated doctor obviously he's hired by you're you're there to evaluate the players for the was it the league's doctor or is it the dolphins doctor or is it just some random person that's like yeah i'll fill in today and it, I, I i hate that they're saying oh this unaffiliated doctor um i they're trying to cover their own ass they fucked up bad yeah um and here's the thing Tua didn't even go down that hard like it, it looks like a normal like ah, oh, he got tackled yes he landed you know and hit his head a little bit but that's that's football they have these very specialized helmets to take a little bit of you know a little bit of balance but he went out cold fingers all frozen up and looked like a, just a normal fallback it was well, absolutely horrifying well and then the the danger with this is two concussions even depending, even if they're light concussions or not serious concussions, just two back-to-back so close together. There is uh, the one guy who studies this. He was at Harvard. He was actually a WWE wrestler, the Chris Nowitzki. He used Mm -hmm. to be in wrestling, but he had to retire from wrestling because he got so many concussions. Started going into like that field, and now he gives like lectures to teams and sports and different kinds of sports and all that kind of stuff about concussions. He came out before the game and was like, If Tua plays tonight, this is like a giant step back for concussion protocols and the NFL. And it's so dangerous that he's playing tonight. If he takes one more hit, it could be like end of his career. And literally, he sent that tweet before the game even started. So then the game starts. It's the only televised game, right? Thursday night game. Everybody knew this going in. If you follow football, even a little, that Tua had a concussion on Sunday. He's in there Thursday, gets knocked out relatively early in the game. And it looked bad. It looked worse. There's all these reports coming out now that he shouldn't have even flown back on the team playing with a concussion. Oh, yeah. You're not supposed to be flying with concussions. Like you can't play, you can't get two back to back. So he should have been on like a really safe, like they should have put him in the bubble boy, giant bubble thing, just to make sure his head didn't even come close to hitting anything. Like this might be, I mean, in the football, you know, world of it, like he might be out the rest of the season. He might be out a month, two months. This could be the end of his career. I've also seen comparisons to, Obviously, we saw all that shit with Antonio Brown. I sent you those links where he was like going (laughs) fucking crazy. Apparently, some people are connecting that hit that he took, Antonio Brown took from, I think it was Vontez Perfect perfect in the uh, Bengals-Steelers game like a long time ago where he just got knocked out cold. And apparently, he's never been the same since that hit like – from his antics and stuff like that. So maybe it's concussion, maybe it's CTE, but everybody's saying like, that's kind of what happened to Antonio Brown. And obviously this is around that same level, but this feels a lot more like dangerous. Like this just feels like this, like what happens if it comes out in a month and Tua's like, I have to retire. Like I can't ever play again. Like the shit storm that'll be on, the NFL and especially the Miami Dolphins, like that could be bad, bad. Because well, then you well, get the government involved and like 
people are going to have to testify before Congress. And like, it'll probably be like a huge, huge thing, which it's oh, yeah, already no. a huge thing. Yeah. And, and this doctor, like, I'm still just fascinated by this unaffiliated doctor. Like, no, somebody hired him to be in that locker room, whether it was the NFL, the Miami, somebody, somebody hired him to be in there to do these tests, to run them. And, you know, I, I was, uh, I was watching, um, ESPN or whatever about it. And, uh, people on there talking that, uh, it, it, some of them were coaches and you can't blame, you know, Mike, Mike McDaniel here because he's being told from the medical staff. Yep. You know, Oh, he's good to go. But I mean, it is still bad on him. He should have been like, no, 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 no. Like, I'm playing Bridgewater. I want a second opinion. Well, especially this, Bridgewater's I mean, not this, even that big of a step down. Bridgewater's yeah. good. We've talked about this. He's good. I mean, I mean 14 for coming coming in cold, uh, 14 for 23, 193 yards with one touchdown. Yes, an interception. But, I mean, he was average, averaging eight and a half, uh, eight and a half yards per throw. Like, he didn't play bad. It's just they couldn't find the end zone and that happens to teams um but i'm just with the concussion protocol i know that there is an eye test as well like they have to go back and look at it yep i don't care what what the results were when you did all your computer data and like you had them look at the screen and do all this shit if you just look at that hit and he's being helped off the field by his teammates because he can't stand yeah that right there should be like okay maybe we should get a second opinion maybe we should redo our data the guy's not okay the second he stands up and you see how wobbly he is and he has to be helped off the field like i don't know how the red flag doesn't go up of like he has a concussion you've seen multiple games throughout the nfl ever since they started getting like paying more attention to concussions where the second there's even like a smell of somebody who has a concussion it's like he's out for the game right like to let him play a week later like or less than a week later like on the Thursday and again this is so magnified just by if Bengals Dolphins was a the 10th game on Sunday like this is less magnified than it being the only Thursday night game and everybody's watching it like and there was obviously the intrigue with the Dolphins were undefeated so there was more eyes to it and it's just I don't know. Dan Patrick has actually been doing really good uh, this week with getting former players on and asking them, like, have you ever had a concussion? Uh, He does a radio show, not a podcast. I've seen clips of his on YouTube, but again, it's a radio show, not a podcast. I don't know why he doesn't do a podcast. We're the only ones. But he has had a bunch of players on there this week. And he always asked them like, did you ever have a concussion? Did you always play with a concussion? And he kept bringing up this story where Heinz Ward used to say when he would get rocked and he thought he would have a concussion instead of grabbing his head, he would grab his leg because he knew that they would sit him if he had a concussion. And if they thought it was a leg injury, they would let him back in the game. So And every player they came on there, they had Rodney Harrison. They had a couple other guys on there who were always like, oh yeah, I got a concussion. And then I would go back in the game because I knew 
Like they wouldn't let me play if I had a concussion. So I would say it was my leg, my arm, my shoulder, my back. That's what they were trying to say with Tua uh, on Sunday. Remember, they were trying to say it was a back injury. It was his back. And it was like, what back injury makes it so you're all wobbly and can't stand up? Like that's, I don't know. But again, this is one of those things where you can't take the players like, I don't care what the player says. If they say they're good or not, like if it's a concussion, like that's the kind of shit you can get a surgery on your leg, surgery on your arm, like sit out for certain injuries. Like when it fucks up your mind, you might not know it fucked up your brain for fucking 10 years. Like that's all the CTE shit. Like fuck man. That's just brutal. Yeah. Yeah. That that game bothered me. So I'm okay with losing that pick because I mean, that, that, that shook the NFL world. That, I mean, that shook the, the world pretty much. I mean, not, I'm not trying to say there's other things. There's, there's not other things that are more important than football. Obviously there's plenty, but I mean, people are going to talk about this. Yeah. Like, this is going to go a long way, especially if Tua down the road turns into an Antonio Brown and, you know, whipping his dick out in front of people in Dubai Dude, that video that is so weird. Let's just touch on that for a second. Okay. Like, yeah, let's what just, the let's, let's... fuck is going on <laughs> with Antonio Brown? Dear Lord. Oh, like, man. is he, is it in the territory where it's like you can't even make fun of him because there's clearly something wrong there? Or is it still on the fence about that? Because how no, do you just I, go that I crazy? Point, I, I thought he was just being a dick for a while. I think that, I think he's just done. I, I think his mind's fried. I mean, he played forever with the Steelers and, you know, he, you know, he was, he was a drama queen a bit, uh, but he never, he never was this bad. He was never this bad. Um, and yeah, he's just, he's wildly out of control. And it's after this latest incident where I, I really do think that there is something cognitively wrong with with him and uh you, you kind of feel bad you, you, you almost pity him now because yeah it may not be under you know under his control yeah no it was sad i mean only silver lining is it's got a huge dong so you know that's <laughs> i mean and plus it's like to just <laughs> it's like to get that on video uh all the other stuff was weird it was like, it was just like, what are you doing? Where he's like, kind of like trying to choke the chick with his scarf. And then he's like putting his ass on her head. And it's like, I'm still not clear if he knows her or if that was just a right. random woman in the pool. Like if it's a random woman in a pool, like the, well, I mean, it's in Dubai. So they're probably like, who gives a shit? But fuck man, like just, ugh. but all right, we could move on to, uh, less serious talk but i feel like we had to talk about it like i feel like coming out of week four that's the biggest news story right like because that transcends football not the antonio brown thing but the to a head injury thing like dear god and and can we talk about real quick the absolute best quarterback in that game was boyd he had that one for one reception 23 yards well done done. all right (laughs) anyway Uh, moving on but now let's move on to the most important game this past week, Casino. My Philadelphia Eagles, the only undefeated team in the NFL, 
uh, just whooping that Jaguars ass. (laughs) Uh, E-A-G-L-E-S, Eagles, 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 fly, Eagles, fly. Um, So I watched... Go Birds. (laughs) Go Birds. (laughs) So I watched this game immediately, like within the first six minutes of the game, the Jaguars are up 14 to zero. And I could already hear in my brain, the keyboards clacking from every other, from every person who's a fan of every other team, be it like, told you Eagles are overrated. They're garbage. They're trash. They haven't played anybody, blah, blah, blah. And then the Philadelphia Eagles decide to just be like, Oh, okay. Now we can start playing football. And they put 29 unanswered points it should have been more it could have been more uh the jaguars get like a garbage time touchdown to come close or to come within eight points and then the eagles defense shuts him down again trevor lawrence uh fumbled the ball oh god i think he fumbled it four times i believe so let me look it up fumbles lost Yes. So the Jaguars fumbled four times. Eagles didn't fumble once. So everybody's saying it was like the rain and the weather because it was like raining and a monsoon basically the entire game. It had to be miserable to play in this, but interesting how, what? It looked cool. Yeah. I mean, it did, but it was raining heavy and hard the entire time. Interesting how that didn't affect anybody on the Eagles team. Because I've already seen the, oh, this only happened in, because it was that weather and all this kind of stuff. Well, apparently only the Jaguars are playing in that weather because the Eagles, there was a couple dropped passes here and there. But oh, besides there was, that, well, no fumbles with, held on to it the, the whole time. What the Eagles did, they ran the football. And how do I know that? Going back to my fantasy team. It's because none of my fantasy players got a passing touchdown. <laughs> um but yeah, you pretty much did it all on the ground. I mean, Hertz was 16 for 25, uh, one interception, 204 yards. Like, that's not that good through the air because guess no. what? It was raining. It was crap. Nobody wanted to. You know, well, and that one interception was like the third or fourth pass of the game that got bounced in the air, caught, and returned for a pick six. So, yeah. I mean, that was a bad interception. I mean, rushing Sanders, 27 attempts. 434 yards i mean 27 and then jalen hurts ran for 16 times they were they were running the football they were just running the football yep and Um, kenneth gainwell had that great touchdown run towards the end to kind of like put the game mm -hmm. away it was uh but really the the story of the philadelphia eagles so far this season is they have won every game a different way which is what i think makes them so dangerous Like no other team, especially in the NFC, can do that. The Rams don't have a running game. 49ers, you have either hot or cold Garoppolo. The Packers have no wide receivers. So it's like uh, people keep talking about the Packers as if they're the best team in the NFC. No, my team almost beat them. (laughs) Well, that's the thing. And then it's just like if you need bottom of our division. If you need to go 80 yards against uh, – if and you're the Packers, like, who's your number one receiver? Like, Alan Lazar would be the third wide, best wide receiver on most teams. Like, it's yeah. just – they don't have anybody. And Rodgers, mm-hmm. the second things start going bad, he shuts down. So, it's like oh, – And Rodgers was playing – I mean, we'll touch a little bit on this game, but just – Hoyer 
going back to concussion, he got a concussion. He was out immediately. They told him he's out for the game. So we had our third string quarterback um, out there and he almost beat Rogers in Lambeau. <laughs> so yeah. Yeah. Green well, Bay, uh-uh, not, their, their record. You say that the, you say the Broncos are, were, were the best uh, two and one team, but now, you know, two and two team out there. Or, no, I said they were the worst. Yeah. That, that's what I mean to say. The worst of those. No, the Packers are the worst team with the best record out there right now. They're a yeah. three and one horrible Packers team. Anyway, um, continue. I'm sorry. Well, no, I agree with you, and we'll get to the Packers uh, Patriots game. But last thing on the Eagles is with uh, their defense was the question mark, and so was Jalen Hurts. Both of those two elements of the team have stepped up. I mean, this was the Vikings game was the Darius Slade game. Completely shut down Justin Jefferson, got two INTs, like completely shut down uh, uh, Kirk Cousins. The Washington uh, Commanders game was the defensive line because they got nine sacks, completely shut them down. This game was the Hassan Riddick uh, or Reddick game. He had four tackles, two sacks, two tackles for a loss, two forced fumbles, and two fumble recoveries. Like that's absolute just domination by one player. And that's then defensive the, player of the week guaranteed. Oh yeah. And then you also had Darius Slay. What the, the story of this game is really Darius Slay was out for most of this game because he had a, I think a groin injury or something like that. But James Bradbury is maybe on Slay's level or just slightly below it because he has been just a lockdown corner this year. He made uh, the game-winning interception, and then Hassan Reddick made the game-winning like fumble and fumble recovery. But just this defense steps up. A different section of the defense steps up every game. This week, the offense, it was all Miles Sanders. Like Then you had the A.J. Brown game. Then you had the uh, Jalen yeah, Hurts game. everywhere. It's like you have the Dallas uh, Goddard who's had big plays in every game. It's like, it's, this is the, maybe the best Eagles team I can remember since the, even the Super Bowl team. It was like, that was more Mm -hmm. of a surprise than this one because that team was just like, how are they doing this? This team was loaded at the start of the season and has just been blowing people out of the water. I totally agree with that, with that Super Bowl game. Um, I mean, it was my team versus your team. You know, it sucks my team lost, but I was happy that your team won. But um, like, just just to touch on that, you saying they weren't that good? They weren't. It, the the Patriots defense forgot how to play. They should not have put up that many points against Belichick's defense. I mean, look, Belichick's. I mean, the Patriots are one and three right now, but their defense is still keeping them in games, and they are an awful team. And we had Tom Brady crushing it in his prime. You know, and the Eagles well, still won that game. That so offense like, was this uh, team is dangerous right now, dude. Dangerous, dangerous. I mean, and that Eagles Super Bowl offense, their number one wide receiver was Alshon uh, Jeffrey, who would be maybe the fourth best wide receiver on this team. You had Nick mm-hmm. Foles, who would maybe be the third best quarterback on this team. You had all the wide receivers we currently have now in the starting lineup. I would take Quez Watkins over Alshon Jeffrey. Like it's like it's uh, Dallas Goddard, 
Uh, and, yeah. uh so Tony it, Gonzalez just... came out and said he was the best tight end in the league. Like, just crazy, crazy. But there's something. I mean, we all know there's something in the water in Philly, but now there, I guess there really is something in the water in Philly. <laughs> yeah. Uh, um, I can't wait. So yeah, you asked me last week. You asked me last week, and I said they are too legit to quit, dude. And I'm very happy with that pick. Um, so it begs the question. We'll get to our picks next episode, but you could just answer this: Are you believing? Uh, they have never. This is. I just learned this. They have never beaten the Arizona Cardinals. I think either in Arizona or just altogether. They've never beaten the Arizona Cardinals and they play them next week. So they beat, they have a real good chance of winning the next three games. They play the Cardinals, the Steelers, the Cowboys. So those are three winnable games. They should win all three of those games. But uh, like we saw last week with the Colts and Chiefs, like Chiefs look like the best team in the league today. But last week they lost to maybe the worst team in the NFL. So any given Sunday, that's why they say it. But I, I mean, I'm a believer in this Eagles team, but how far they can go, I still have questions, which actually, before we get into more games, Casino, is there, we've seen every team we thought was going to be the best team in the league stumble. Is there a great team this year in the NFL, or is there just a bunch of really good, good, and bad teams? Um, I think really good, 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 bad teams. I mean, the only argument you can protest for is the Eagles being the great team. And you hit it perfectly. They've done it many different ways. I don't recall the last time the Eagles have came back from a 14-point deficit to win a game. I mean... They used to not have the weapons to. Like, it was just... I mean, yeah. so they've done it through the air one game. They've done it on the ground one game. Their defense is just lighting it up. Just absolutely lighting it up. Sacks galore. Um, you mentioned they had the nine that one day. They had four this last game. And they could have had more. So so I far, mean, it's four games where I haven't seen a I, I mean, outside of the weather, you know, that was that was a weather issue. Um and then they got their shit figured out. But outside of that, I don't see any chinks in this team right now. Um I'm I'm thoroughly impressed. I mean, yes, uh, Detroit, you know, gave them a game that uh, that week, but uh, Detroit can put up points. Look what they did this week. They so, have the number one offense in the league, Detroit. Yeah, so like, it's it's and they're one in three. What? Well, they um, have the thirty second ranked defense, which is insane. I don't. I've never seen a team <laughs> that has the number one offense and the number thirty two defense, and that's why they're losing games. Like that is insane. Has that ever yeah. happened before? That's fucking know. crazy. I don't know. Um, I wish there was more podcasts out there so we can go and refer, but there, there's just not. <laughs> Ugh. All right. Sadly. All right. Let's move on then. <laughs> but uh, let's see. So, I mean, we thought the AFC would be world beaters. Everybody is either two and two, one and two, or one and three, except for the Dolphins, Bills, and Chiefs. Like, that's mm-hmm. it in the AFC. The Ravens uh, seem to have the Detroit problem where they just can't stop anybody. Their defense is just rough. In the NFC, you have, who would have thought this? The NFC East, the Eagles are 4-0, the Cowboys are 3-1, and the Giants are 3-1. and Like, 
how the hell the NFC East became the best Hello, league in football? I'm the smartest man alive. I, it's on record because I picked the Giants <laughs> on record that I'm the smartest man alive. Uh, that is true. That is what we right. said. And then uh, the only other teams with three wins in the NFC are the Packers and Vikings. We just made the case why the Packers, uh, we don't think they're as good as their record, but the Vikings destroyed the Packers in their one game and then got destroyed by the Eagles. So they also came back from down 10 points to beat the Lions and that Saints game. I don't know how the Vikings won it. The Saints look like they controlled that entire game and yet the Vikings win. I have no idea. I'll tell you this. uh, Everybody that uh, bought tickets in London to go see that game, they, they got a game. That Uh, was a good game. It was, it was, it was thrilling. A lot of, a lot of, a lot happened. So let's just move to that game since it was the early morning game. Last thing on the Sunday. Eagles won this oh. at the Eagles halftime bar. At that, they do a halftime raffle. Raffle won this with my ticket at halftime. Look at that two shot glasses. Yeah, they, casino. They look plastic, bro. They're hard, hard, yeah. hard so, so glass. So for all those that are all those viewers that are just listening, they are real, and they're nice too. They're very nice. Man, so you told me to come down there. I you could have won something. You could have won these. Maybe you would have got my ticket. Who knows? But all right, yeah. keep going. <laughs> <laughs> if I would have won those, those would have ended up in a very bad place. My mouth? Yeah, probably. By the way, <laughs> I still, the only jersey, I, I don't, for my viewers, I, I don't buy jerseys. I, I'm just not a jersey guy. Um, I have one Tom Brady jersey, one Patriot jersey, and it is the Super Bowl against the Eagles. So I have not worn it since that day. And it's just in my closet haunting me every time I look at it. <laughs> Do you want it? Do you just want it? Do you yeah, want it? I want to hang it up in my house. Okay. So you can laugh at it every day? Uh, yeah. Okay. I'll say it's a game-worn jersey, but the <laughs> game will be you wore it during the Super Bowl. So that, that's that's a f- – all right. <laughs> <laughs> but Minnesota, you, New the, Orleans. The only, thing you have to, the only thing you have to do is you have to give me those shot glasses deal okay i'll trade you that yeah all right i'm not trading my jersey i'm sorry (laughs) (laughs) all right anyway all right let's go to the the, let's go that game um yeah all right uh so cousins not too bad 25 for 38 uh 273 yards one touchdown one interception um but i mean the big story is dalvin or uh yeah uh dalvin cook ran 20 times only for 76 yards too but that that's a lot of rushes um and uh let's move over to the saints well this um, on the Saints side the big story is that apparently alvin kamara was go for this game until yep, that's where i was gonna 4 30 a.m in the morning so of course i wasn't up i didn't switch him out of my lineup so he was out got zero points in my rb1 slot on my fantasy league so Thank you, Alvin Kamara. What Did you win or lose? I lost. I Me lost, too. but so I didn't we have anybody on my about, bench. We were gloating about how good our fantasy was, but how bad our picks were. Well, we showed ourselves, didn't we? <laughs> <laughs> well, the the one that screwed me on my like main league where I'm like dominating, I'm like a hundred points ahead of second place. Ex- and I was undefeated, except for TJ Hawkinson, the Lions tight end who got like 40 points and just I lost by literally 10 points nobody else on his other team did anything good 
but Hawkinson cost me the game by being 10 points better than uh, Travis Kelsey. Travis Kelsey got 20 points, doing fantastic, doesn't matter. Lost by 20 points, or I lost the game by 10. Mm. Son of a bitch. All right, Uh, go on, Casino. I'm glad I got this one right, though. Um, (laughs) Vikings, I still think they look like a good team. What I'm most impressed about is how they fight till the end of the game. That's how they've won a couple games now, is they will play till that clock hits zero. And I mean, they could easily be one and three, but now they are three and one. Yeah. Because they actually, they actually kept at it and they kept to their game, their style. They've done fantastic. Um, and you know what's surprising for the Saints? Andy Dalton getting in there. I would, 20, I would take Andy Dalton based on this game over what I've yeah, seen from Jameis. 100%. Uh, 20, 20, for, 20 out of 28, 236 yards, one TD, no interceptions. Um, I'm, actually extremely impressed with Dalton and he hit two, four, six, eight, eight different receivers in that game. So yeah, I, I was very impressed with the, with the, the racket over there. Well, and then obviously this game ends on a double doink where the <laughs> field goal hits two times and then bounces out. Only other time I've ever seen that bears Eagles game where I was at the same bar where I won these and I've never hugged more random people in my life, like going crazy. But the uh, Vikings, I do feel like are a real threat in the NFC because we talked about how much how much weaker the NFC is. But I mean, they still have the Packers. I think the Lions can still beat them because they almost beat them the first game. The Bears, I think, are in contention for worst team in the league. But the NFC is wide open. Like the the Eagles are only one game below, you know, being uh, third place in that division. So even their division is not, you know, like a lock and they're undefeated. So, oh, wait, hold on, Casino. Mm-hmm. I hear him. All right, now let's move from the London game to what was supposed to be the game of the week that was kind of a dud was the Buffalo Bills and the Baltimore Ravens. The Ravens just never seemed to click. They failed down on that uh, fourth down where they should have kicked the field goal and at least took it to overtime, but Bills end up winning. Uh, I don't know. What do you think of this game, Casito? Because I'm kind of... I, like I love the Bills, but I kind of haven't been impressed with them for what since that Monday night game. Like they've kind of they got they got killed by the the uh well not killed but they got beat by the Dolphins. They barely beat this Ravens team that we've seen their defense is just atrocious. Like right. we're only and, able to put up twenty points basically. Like what are your thoughts? With, with that being said, like. Uh, now I'm starting to worry a bit for Buffalo. I mean, Josh Allen did not have a good game. Uh, 19 for 36, 213 yards. Uh, yes, he got a touchdown, but he also had an interception. Um, he did run for those 70 yards on 11 attempts, but yeah, man, it was, he did spread the ball to nine different receivers, um, or, you know, play people, playing receiver at the time it just uh yeah uh, um it was an ugly game this was an ugly game um because both of these teams are really good um yeah it was just awful it was it was tough to watch and the bills barely came back and won this game 
but um yeah i didn't enjoy it i i didn't I, you want to keep elaborating on it I, well I Balt- it baltimore's total defense is 30th in the league so for the buffalo bills to only put 213 uh rushing y- or passing yards and then besides josh allen running like we've talked about this you take his rushing out of it and singletary and moss have done nothing this entire season right so the buffalo bills Mm -hmm. like they've done for the past three seasons just have no running game whatsoever if josh allen isn't running the ball they'd be dead last in rushing in the league probably right there with the rams so they're their lack of rushing and a rushing attack is still a concern, but now their concern is that Josh Allen seems to have just cooled off since that Monday night game where everybody was like, the Buffalo Bills are the best team in the league. Like Josh Allen is invincible. He can do no wrong. And he's playing the 30th defense where Tua put up six touchdowns and like almost 600 yards on him and he can barely move the ball up and down the field. Like I watched this game. I recorded this and watched it after the Eagles Jags game. And this game was boring. It was ugly. Uh, Lamar Jackson took a real hit to his MVP conversation. Cause he just had mm-hmm. an awful, awful game. Like again, thank God he has the rushing ability because the passing in this game, I mean, he was still, he was 20 for 29, but he had two INTs and only 144 yards. Like, not a good day passing. And it wasn't like this was a weather situation. Like, Mm-mm. this was just a bad game by both teams against defenses that, I mean, the Buffalo Bills have a top, let's see, they are, oh, where are, oh, the Buffalo Bills have the number one defense in the league. So, you are playing the number one defense and the 30th defense. And both teams just look like they can't do anything offensively, which is concerning. Like, especially in a wide open, what turned out to be a wide open AFC. We thought at the beginning of this season, the AFC was going to be the way better than the NFC. That's not the case. Everybody's two and two or one and three, like the bills and the dolphins are three and one, but the dolphins, who knows what happens to their team now. The Bills, I mean, they're the Jets look decent. The your Patriots look decent. Like no, the Patriots are in the bottom of the damn division. Yeah, but they could. They're one of the many teams that could easily be three and one or two and two or zero and four. Like everybody this season seems like they are one or two plays away from being the exact opposite of what their record is. Like Mm -hmm. so, they that's a good point. They don't play in an easy division and. You know, again, we talked about it. Are they the best team in the NFL? Are there any very good teams to great teams in the NFL, especially in the AFC? I have no idea because everybody's now saying the Chiefs, but we just saw the Chiefs struggle to put up three touchdowns against the worst team in the NFL. So who knows? Who knows? Uh, Anything else to add on this game, Casino? Not really. Uh, Let's move on to... Uh, another NFC East game, which was the Cowboys versus the Commanders. Really the only thing coming out of this game, I have two questions for you. Dak Prescott or Cooper Rush, and is the Dallas defense legit? I'll answer that first one. Um, dude, Rush, he's he's undefeated as a starter in the NFL. 4-0. Um, yeah, yeah. Um, my only concern it's that's 
pretty crazy. But um, <laughs> it doesn't matter how well he does. Yeah, I mean, he was 15 for 27. They're going to be like, oh, you're almost only just above uh, 50% on your completion to attempts. But you still put up 223 yards, two touchdowns. You know, you let Elliott, again, not that good. Elliott, 19 times, 49 yards. That's awful. But um, you let – they still put up 25 points. Um you're not going to be able to replace Dak, though. You have spent way too much money on him. Yep. They have to save face. Dak, when he becomes available, they're going to put him back in there. Um, but should they? Thing, if, if, we'll, we'll see. As of right <laughs> now, um, with his surgery on his hand on his finger, I don't know. So this is what I'm going to say is they're going to put Dak back in whenever he's available. If he has a bad one or two games, they will say, ah, he's done. We got to pull him out right now. His finger got re-injured, something, something, just to save face so they could put Rush back in. But they're not going to come out and say, oh, Dak, he's not the better quarterback. We need to get rid of him. Um, Or, you know, we we need to start Rush. This this is not going to be a – uh, Drew Bledsoe, Tom Brady situation. Um, no. Well, and it's funny because we talked about how washed Ezekiel Elliott was last week and how much better Tony Pollard was. Tony Pollard had eight carries for six yards and got yeah. me zero points on my fantasy league. I could have started him over Alvin Kamara, but they both got zero and one played, one didn't. So, I would have lost. That's why I said I would have lost that game anyways, because I had nobody on my bench. But I, but I still think I still think Paul is your guy. I mean, if you if you gave him more rushes attempts, I still think he would have put up more than put up more than 49 yards total. Yeah. Um, but you're just going to keep feeding Zeke because he's the one getting paid. And that's whenever he comes back in, uh, they're going to give Dak the position back uh, defense legit. They're the top. They're eh. they're number seventh ranked defense in the league. I mean, I'm not. They're they're not a bad defense. Um, they're not a bad defense, but you've also got to see who they've played. They've um, so they played the Bucks with a Tom Brady, not you know looking all that great. But guess what? Tom Brady still won. Yeah, well, yeah, and yeah. that's the only thing of Dak we've seen this season, and he was able to put up three points, and he just that was a he had a terrible terrible game. That's that. Uh, I mean, that's the game where he got knocked out of. But do you honestly think he would have came back and done anything against that defense? Because when he was in the game, he went four for 29, 134 yards and one interception. Like, right. So uh, in, in week six and week seven, I'll be able to give you a better defensive answer because then they're going to be playing the Eagles at Eagles. And then they'll be playing the Lions as well. You know, two offenses that are absolutely thriving right now. So uh, um, are they a good defense? Yes. Are they top three defense? No, obviously, you know, we're showing that, but so yeah, no, they are, they are a decent defense. Um, but playing a, I, I could see that defense getting, uh, down into the mid teens, um, with these next few games, the Rams Eagles, the Rams got humiliated. I really think they're going to try to come back. 
and have a much better game. Well, and um, Matthew Stafford has always played fantastic against the Cowboys. Yeah, One of my so, favorite exactly. plays in NFL history is him doing the fake spike and oh. then the jump over the line or whatever. That I, was, and that was great. And he's just holding the ball and like looking at the refs. <laughs> like, oh, look what I did. Look what I, I, I have the ball. I, I put it over the line. Yeah, which was crazy. Um, so, yeah. Um, the Cowboys 0-3-1. and one. I don't think uh, that will last too much longer. I think they start losing some here. I mean, their offense, this is the thing. Dak Prescott hasn't looked good. Everybody's saying Cooper Rush has looked great, but they are 231, 30, 29, 28, 27. They're the 26th ranked offense in the league, and their rushing attack just doesn't look like it's there. Pollard is hot and cold. Ezekiel Elliott so far this season has just been ice cold. Like, I mean, I feel like every week we're reading off his stats and doesn't it seem like every week he rushes for 12 to 20 times and always ends up below 50 yards. Like that's just been his tail this whole season. I don't trust the, I don't trust the Cowboys offensive line. I don't trust their running game and their quarterback is playing decent but he's not doing i mean he's doing fourth quarter drives but that's because the defense is keeping them in these games against bad teams like the Bengals game to me is the outlier because i really feel like the Bengals offensive line versus the cowboys defensive line is one of the biggest mismatches in the league so far right like that game was won just because the Bengals offensive line can't block anybody like if they play that game this week who knows? Because the Bengals look improved. So uh, the Giants, I think, are are frauds. I think they've they have just gotten lucky with the schedule they've played. No, I'm the smartest man alive. I'm just <laughs> the smartest man alive. And then the Commanders. I mean, they're in contention for worst team in the league because they just can't. They just started off really hot. Carson Wentz became Carson Wentz, and then they just have no defense whatsoever. So. I do think the Cowboys' biggest test of the season is the next, what, five, six weeks where they play Rams, Eagles, Lions, Bears, and then Packers. So we'll see if they're legit, but they could easily come out of that as they're 3-1 and one now. They could easily come out of that as, what, 4-4, four and 4-5? Four, four and five? Like Potentially. Yeah, but moving on to... The next game of the day, I mean, Seattle, Detroit, really nothing to see here. It was just crazy game. Geno Smith's for real, right? Can we say Geno that? Geno for real. He's, I mean, I love this stat. I he took a hyped picture of it. Up so, he hyped himself up so much after that first victory that it's kind of scary to see how good they're, uh, how good they're doing right now. Well, through four games, Geno Smith, 77 uh, percent completion percentage which is nuts uh 1037 yards six touchdowns two ints a two and two record the person they traded away russell westbrook or russell westbrook russell wilson uh 61 <laughs> completion percentage 980 uh yards four touchdowns one interception and a two and two record so by all accounts geno smith outplaying Russell Wilson with the same team that apparently Russell Wilson said was garbage or going to be garbage. Like, uh, (laughs) 
And we've, we already told the tale of Detroit. Best offense in the league, worst defense, and that's how you end up one and three. But again, they're, what, three or four plays away from being three and one, four and oh? oh yeah. Like, they, the, I think the Lions are legit. I really do. I do too. My, my buddy is a, is a Lions fan, and I watched a little bit of that game with him on Sunday. Um, I went to a different bar during my kid's <laughs> nap, not your bar, because it's only five minutes down the street um but uh met him there and he's all down on himself i'm like buddy like they're scoring they're they're gonna be a good team like their record they're gonna make the playoffs like i i i I really think that they will they're doing a damn good job i mean they they just get three but you're fine they get to the 15th best defense in the league they're three and one like this is a 17 game season like there's time and again, NFC's still wide open. Everybody's within a game of each other. Like, they could easily, in three weeks from now, we could be saying, like, the Lions have won three games in a row, and now they're tied for first at the top of the NFC North. Like, it's still early. This is an early season. But oh, yeah. the, uh, the team that's really interesting in this is the Seahawks. They're two and two. They're tied for first with everybody else in the NFC West. Everybody thought, us included, this was going to be a rebuilding year. This was just going to be tank for number one pick or a top five pick. They're right there. They, they're one game away from being in first place in this division. And I don't know how they're doing it. It's just Geno Smith. Like, how are they doing this casino? You said it, Geno Smith. <laughs> it's It's... it's... It's crazy the numbers they put in 77% completion rating. Dude, it's crazy. They put up the most points this week, 48 points. I mean, even if it's against the worst defense in the league, that's what you're supposed to do, right? Like you're supposed to put up points on the worst defense in the league. And that's what they did. Like Geno Smith was lighting it up. They let Geno cook. How come nobody started that? It was all the Russ cook thing, but 23 for 30, 320 yards, two TDs. Rashad Penny, 17 rushes, 151 yards, two touchdowns. And then DJ Metcalf, or DK Metcalf, seven receptions, 150 yards, 10 targets. Like, they have, they're putting the ball in their playmakers' hands, and their playmakers are making plays. Like, I I like this Seahawks team. I like this Lions team. This was a fun game. Like, this was a fun game. Especially when uh, the line started just coming back there, um, man, that was a that that was that was a joy to watch. I mean, lines put up twenty two in the fourth, like that yeah. was fun. <laughs> that was again. Fun. I don't. I think the Lions are good. I mean, they if they are able to keep this pace up, like who knows? Maybe later this year, maybe next year. Like they're a legit contender. Like they have weapons. They have an offense. They just need a average defense. Literally, that's all they need. And their defense to be average. Like, don't be the worst in the league and you'll be fine. Uh, and, 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 you know, so, I mean, Goff going over from, you know, getting switched over from the Rams. Like, Goff's still a quarterback that took a team to the Super Bowl. He's not bad. Yep. No. Uh, I don't know why everybody wrote him off as he was garbage. He was the second pick in the draft. Because he, it was L.A.? Yeah. I don't know. But Matt Stafford – uh what did like three or four plays that off season and he won a super bowl that rams patriots game like that game was pretty damn close like jared goff we could be talking about the same way we talk about stafford now but 
Uh, uh, that, was, that, that, that whole game was just a defensive game. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, anyway, moving on. Moving on to Chargers, uh, Texans. This game, Texans in contention for worst team in the league. Is the Are the Chargers back, or did they just play a bad team? They just played a bad team. Like I, I think I told you that when, when I picked the Chargers. I was like, I, no matter how many players the Chargers have hurt, it's the Texans. It's, yeah. It's the Texans. I mean, the Texans were able to put 24 points on them. I mean, Chargers, they're, they're just – they have holes. They have plenty of holes. Um, and injuries. All those holes are because of injuries. Like they had, they're just the bad luck team this year, right? We talked about this when we were talking last week. Like they just are losing Pro Bowl players left and right. It's rough season. Uh, But yeah, that was an easy game, in my opinion. It's just, it's Houston. So yeah. Uh, Next up, Titans Colts. Uh, Our Titans back, number one in the AFC last year. Have they righted the ship? Have they figured it out? Or, was it just the Colts being the Colts? Uh, Colts being the Colts. I mean, you had the two, the past two years, uh, rushers. You had Henry and Taylor. And I mean, Henry came in and, and did work. Taylor did not. Taylor, 20 attempts for 42 yards. And Henry, 22 attempts for 114 yards. Um, yeah. And then my, uh, my preseason prediction of both the Colts and Broncos being good because they got veteran quarterbacks on teams that just needed quarterbacks, just blowing up in my face completely because Colts look to be one of the worst teams in the league. Broncos look like they should be switched with the Raiders record. Like, I don't know how the Broncos are two and two. And yeah, the Colts, I mean, Matt Ryan looked fine, but they just don't, when you watch the Colts, yeah, I mean, Matt Ryan actually looked better than I mean, he was 27 for 37, 356 yards, two TDs, like one interception. Like he, he had a pretty damn good game. Um, but he's just not fun but, to watch. He no. just looks like he's struggling out there just to move the ball. I heard the broadcasters during the game like, oh, is Matty Ice back? And I'm like, no. No. Like even no, that game uh, against the, the, the Patriots, Chiefs. The Patriots, the Patriots ruined his psyche. <laughs> 28 to 3 that. is that what you're saying oh yes that's what i'm saying i mean never been the same since uh all right casino you want to take a victory lap for our next game which is giants beating the bears you called no, it it's, it's it's the bears you you said don't you're don't don't throw the bears off and i was like yeah no, they suck um <laughs> Now, um, the Giants aren't as bad as I had thought they were going to be this season, but um, they're still the Giants, buddy. Um, yeah, I mean, Jones Jones only threw for 71 yards. 71 yards. <laughs> um, it was all you, – you talked about Saquon Barkley being their team. Did, I mean, I don't know if you have it pulled up. You might already have it pulled up. If you don't, what was his attempts? Did you, see, uh, did you have it pulled up 31, yeah, 31 times 31 times 146 yards i mean that's not that i mean you should put up more yardage for that many attempts it's only a 4.7 average but 31 times they have no offense besides <laughs> barkley well just show me the good giants win i can show you everybody keeps saying the eagles 
aren't as good as they are, but I can show you four wins in a row where they literally dominate teams. The Giants have won by one against the Titans, by three against the Panthers, by, uh, or they lost to the Cowboys, and then they won by eight against the Bears. Which of those games are you showing me as an example of the Giants being a good team? Because no, that's why I none of those are good wins. No. That's why I've been trying to say they're still the Giants, but I picked them this week because they were playing the Bears. Yeah. You know? Well, again, we that talked about the Cowboys schedule. Like, the Giants schedule the next month is Packers, Ravens, Jaguars, Seahawks. I could see All them losses. losing every single one of those games. All like, losses. Like, there's – I don't see a team that they could possibly beat. No, they could easily be three and five after that stretch. Like maybe they get one of them, but they're still three and four. Like I don't, there's no way you cannot make one case for me that they beat two of these teams. Maybe they beat the Seahawks. Maybe they beat one of the other three on like a bad day. And it's one of those weird Chiefs cult games, but there's no way they're coming out of this with a winning record. Like the Giants are, are just, I don't want to say lucky because it's the NFL, but maybe just got the luck of the draw in terms of the yeah, teams I mean, they played when they played them. Like no matter how much we, we bash a bad team, they're still playing in the NFL. They're yeah. still, you know, they're still not pushover players. You know, they're just not as good as the top tier town. Um, and that's what can happen in the NFL. You know, that that's why trying to pick a perfect 16, 16 games isn't, like not a thing yeah (laughs) it's the it's the nfl man you're gonna have games they're gonna have things are gonna happen players are just gonna play good one day or a team's gonna play bad one day um uh, yeah for 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 those who can actually see um i'm just my dog's on my lap and he's just making me very happy (laughs) just so happy that sounds creepy in that context oh yeah your dog on your lap is making you very happy casino oh yeah whoa uh from one sexual deviant to the next let's go to the (laughs) jet steelers game our Uh, boy this podcast favorite quarterback in the league that motherfucker literally that motherfucker zach wilson uh (laughs) he was back 18 for 36 252 yards one touchdown two interceptions Uh, He also rushed for 15 yards playing against uh, we talked about this last week. It is uh, we kept being like, why are they not putting Kenny Pickett in? Why do they keep doing Mitch Trubisky? He's been average at best. He's been okay. Well, they decided they'd seen enough of Kenny Pickett or I'm sorry of Mitch Trubisky seven for 13, 84 yards, one INT then they brought in Kenny Pickett. I didn't watch this game for a single second. Did Mitch Trubisky no. get knocked out of the game or did he get benched? Uh, I'll be honest, I didn't either. Uh, this game didn't really have any uh, draw to me. I was too busy watching pretty much your game. <laughs> um, uh, from all the looks of it, I haven't heard anything about an injury. So I'm assuming he just got benched by a, a rough game. It looks like they say replaced. So yeah, they took out 
Mitchell Trubisky after four weeks to put in Kenny Pickett, who came in through three INTs, 120 yards, went 10 for 13 and lost yeah. to the Jets. But here's, so, but here's the thing. You, you take away... You take away those three interceptions. Yeah, I know. Three interceptions. Not good. But you take <laughs> those three interceptions away, he's got a perfect complete. Well, he does have a perfect completion rating. <laughs> he went 13 for 13. But, um, I mean, 10 for 13 uh, over the 7, seven and 13, 84 yards uh, for Trubisky. You were trying to hype me up on Trubisky. You were. You're like, he's not that bad. Garbage. Just trying to hype him just, up. Just, just straight garbage. <laughs> um, let's see so who do the Steelers play next weekend they play let's see their schedule is they play, play ooh, the Bills dude this is going to be rough they play the Bills the Buccaneers the Dolphins the Eagles so that is a rough rough four oh, game then, stretch Saints with Dalton I'll take you, you take out Winston, you put in Andy Dalton. Like I said, we said he played pretty dang good. You know, you put in the Saints and then you play the Bengals. Like, oof. They're oof. Liter- he will oof. literally play the number one defense, the number uh, eighth ranked defense, and then the number three ranked defense, like within the span of four weeks. So if we're going to see if Kenny Pickett at least has something, he – I don't think these the next month is going to be the way to judge him because he's literally playing a murderer's row of defenses. Maybe against a Tua-less Miami Dolphins who have the look to be the 27th ranked defense in the league. So maybe in three weeks we get a good Kenny Pickett game. But if he shows anything against the Bills or Buccaneers, I'll be impressed. Like those defenses are murder, murder. Mm-hmm. Uh, so yeah, the Kenny Pickett, I, I will now be watching Steelers games because I'm much more interested in Pickett than what I am Trubisky. Do. Oh yeah. But, I want, I mean, it's, it's new blood. You want to see what he can do. Yeah. And it's always exciting when a rookie's in there, especially like Kenny Pickett, they always say doesn't really do anything in, in, uh, practice, but when you put him in games, he's electric. So we'll see after a full games, uh, or a full I mean, week so of he practice. Had a perfect completion rating. So <laughs> Uh, next up, we got three games left, Arizona, Carolina, Arizona wins. I sent you some things right before we started recording about this Panthers offense and our I guy, not read them, though. our guy, Pe- uh, uh, Baker Mayfield, just having one of the statistically worst well, seasons I ever Arizona, by a quarterback. Right? I picked Arizona. Yeah, but yeah, we yeah, still, I'm, I'm, I'm over him. I'm over Mayfield. Just do your commercials. You make me happy when you do your commercials. <laughs> lose more stuff in the lose your keys in the stadium. Have to go back. You know, just all that jazz. He was twenty-two for thirty-six, one hundred ninety-seven yards, a touchdown, two ints. Christian McCaffrey only got the ball eight times for twenty-seven yards. Uh, he did, however, get nine receptions for eighty-one yards and a touchdown. So the Panthers basically look like they're the Giants, right? It's McCaffrey or it's bust, right? Their entire offensive is one player. If that one player doesn't play well, they lose. If he does play well, they still probably lose. So I think we're both just out on the Panthers, right? As a legit contender. I don't yeah, think. Yeah, with them. Uh, well, Baker, they even a, I don't think we ever said they were going to be a legit, legit contender. Um, I think we said they were going to be a surprise. 
which the surprise is be better that they're than trash. People... Yeah. <laughs> there it is. Uh, so Baker Mayfield, after four weeks, is a quarterback rating of fifteen point three. So one of the worst stat or one of the worst starts by a quarterback since they started tracking QBR in two thousand seven. So. Uh, there's every sign when you watch the games i watch most of this game he just looks awful awful like he looks so bad in this game and the stats and everything back it up is just he's having one of the worst seasons by a quarterback ever like how uh, but who what do you do who do you go to do you go to uh uh sam darnold like what do you do if you're a if you're the Carolina Panthers head coach casino, what do you do? Um, put my head in the sand like an ostrich. <laughs> the ostriches don't actually put their head in their sand; they just really go. Uh, anyway, get, get get animals out of the way. Um, I don't know, man. Um, it's just you can't. You obviously can't be happy. You you can't be happy. No, you're the thirty um, second ranked offense in the league. Like you can, literally cannot be worse. So tr- change everything. Why not? You can't be worse. That's a good take. <laughs> not even hot. That's just truth. Well, and their defense is middle of the road. Like they're literally, I believe the 15th or no, they look to be the 20th ranked uh, defense. So if I'm the head coach, I literally just start putting in resumes to be a coordinator somewhere because you've had enough time. He's had what three, four years. And this is what you come out with. Like Christian McCaffrey being back made me and a lot of other people be like, the Panthers are going to be a sneaky good team in a week NFC, but still in a week NFC, they're one of the top five worst teams in the league. Like it's rough, but finally we get to the game. I know you've been dying to talk about uh, Patriots Packers. The Packers win in OT. They started Zappy, which is a name I did not think was a real name. Uh, I watched most of this game casino uh, because it was. It, it, I, I think they just. I think it's just Zap. Zap, is it Zap or Zappy? I don't know. I'll honestly, honestly, I heard it so many times and I still don't know. <laughs> I, I said it last. I just, I mean, he, he was a nobody coming in. And yes, I am still a fan, people. I'm just, I know them by their first name. This is Bailey. So <laughs> I go by first names here. All right. You're uh, the uh, resident Patriots expert, Homer uh, fan. Uh, talk me through this game, Casino. What happened? Uh, well, I do think that, uh, that uh, Mr. Bailey Z over here, um, 100%. Obviously, he's got the starting job right now with Hoyer being out with a concussion and uh, who knows how long for the high ankle sprain with with Mac Jones. But uh, when ev- when everybody's healthy again, I think he 100% took the um, backup spot and replacing Hoyer. Um, he was 10 for 15, 99 yards, one touchdown. He looked good. And yes, he did have a fumble in there. But again, what's what have what have I been saying um this entire time about the offensive line? They let the blind sides happen and he gets rocked and ball comes out. And thankfully he didn't get hurt because if he got hurt, our fourth string quarterback or our 
God, I hate it. <laughs> the fourth string quarterback for the Patriots, Jacoby Myers, he's still out with an injury. Um, I don't know what I don't, don't know what will happen. I don't. So we finally we uh, we brought in um, uh, Gilbert, an old quarterback that used to uh, that uh, I don't honestly know who this guy is. Um, but we brought him in as the current backup for Zap right now. Um, Zappy, Zappy, Bailey, Zappy, Zappy. It's Zap, bro. Zap. But, uh, now you just have me questioning it. But uh, <laughs> yeah, no, this game we had the chance. I just didn't. Belichick doesn't trust young players. We had the ball fourth and one in OT. We're pretty much at the fifty yard line. I don't know exactly where it was why we didn't go for it i mean our running game wasn't that bad for the entire day why not just get him out there and let well also you're playing with house money nobody thought you would be in this position to begin with go for it right. who gives a shit that's like. my thought on it and then yeah you, you know you pin rogers all the way down uh within the 10 but guess what it or right around there but guess what rogers uh, no matter how much i hate him and without his weapons he he somehow wins games yep in the in the pre or in the regular season and he came down and they just had to get a field goal and they did um we had our opportunity um there was a blown very controversial call uh two actually in this game one where actually uh bailey's touchdown um got the ball thrown and uh the end end zone judge did not see the time clock and it was about a good two seconds after the play clock was out and ball was snapped. We got the touchdown. We go up, everybody was talking about it. And then you have the green Bay touchdown. They got reversed uh, where he caught it landed, but the ball did move. But some people were like, well, he caught it and his feet were down. You still have to catch the ball through the cat or maintain possession through the catch. He landed, the ball came out. I agree with that call. Um, so in a way, I'm kind of happy that this game ended the way it did because I didn't want to see the bullshit of, oh, the refs won that game for the Patriots, the refs won that game for the Patriots. Just think, refs aren't perfect. Things happen. We all know this, you know, but yep. I think that's what makes it exciting is because there is the human element to it. Um, but, yeah, they should have won this game, but – I told you last week the nine and a half for Green Bay was ridiculous, ridiculous. And with a third string quarterback, we still almost beat the Packers in Lambeau. Yeah. Like, in a in a rookie quarterback's first start. Like that's crazy. That's yeah, crazy. And so Green Bay's not as good as as their record shows um at all. Uh so that's my hot take on this. I still can't stand Rodgers. <laughs> and well, I don't know if you noticed that if you watched any of that game, every time a play happens that's bad, he shakes his head. He's just Yeah. Like it's like it's somebody else's fault. No, you underthrew that ball. You overthrew that ball. You know, you threw it into triple coverage. No. Take some responsibility, Rodgers. You're a piece of shit. <laughs> Heard it here. <laughs> only sports podcast obviously if he wants to get any sports content he has to listen to our podcast <laughs> rogers you suck blow me oh man uh i love it 
I love it. Uh, your next three games for your Patriots are, let's see, at uh, against Detroit at home, then at the Browns, home against the Bears, and then at the Jets and Colts. So this is one of those things where I could easily see you guys winning every single one of those games. Right. Third string quarterback or not. Like, right. Um, my, my question with the Lions, though, that one's going to be a fun to watch because, I mean, Again, it's Belichick. Yes, teams are able to score on us, but Belichick can still try to keep it within a reasonable – like, he manages the game. So, yes, you are scoring on us, but why people are like – why it's not a blowout or why it's, you know, games are close is because, yes, you can still put points on us or put points on the Patriots, but uh, Belichick can manage the game to where it looks like we had a better game than we did. Yeah. Um, so I'm really excited to see this Lions game because that that's a sneaky versus... good game next week. Sneaky, sneaky. good. Sneaky. <laughs> sneaky. Um, <sighs> but as far as the Packers, I think I'm right there with you. I also don't like Aaron Rodgers. I think he's kind of a douche. Well, no, he is. I mean, it's douche. one of our favorite things say... to talk about on this show. You yeah. And just or not in not even just on this podcast, but in general with each other. We. Rodgers it's so much I think he's I think he's maybe the most overrated quarterback who's ever played the game like gotcha because again everybody would give Peyton Manning so much shit for just like being the best regular season quarterback ever and then shitting it in the playoffs but his playoff games he has two Super Bowls that one with the uh Broncos like he didn't deserve to win at all he had a terrible season that year but he still has two Super Bowls and his team was always in contention no, that, that, that was the Miller that, that that was the Miller defense yeah but Rogers has only ever come to one Super Bowl only ever come close to one Super Bowl he has an abysmal playoff record and the thing I hate about Rodgers is he's the only quarterback like that like people regard as one of the greatest that has a losing record when his team doesn't score first which proves that what we've been saying on this podcast and what we've seen this season the second something doesn't go right he shuts down he's a diva he the second he throws a ball to somebody and they do anything but catch it and score a touchdown or whatever he like immediately shuns them and we've seen it multiple times this season where he'll throw it to a young guy the young guy will drop it or like mistime the route or something like that and then Rodgers doesn't even look at the guy for the rest of the game it's like such just like anti-quarterback behavior where it's just like I'm going to do what's best to win. He just seems like I'm going to do what's best to win as long as I'm okay with how we're winning, which is fucking weird. Like for a Hall of Fame quarterback, like down with Rodgers. Down <laughs> with Rodgers. Uh, let's go to. Um, I'm going to have to pause you right there. Kids getting up. I got to make your lunch. All right. I know we have only a few more, Matt. Games, no, we have but... one game left. Oh, which one? The Broncos uh, Raiders Monday night. Oh, no, wait, no. We have three games left. So yeah. what you want to take how much? 10. 10? Okay. 10. 10 something to get her up. I can throw something on a plate for her to get her fed. All right. Yeah. 10 minutes. Right we'll ahead. be back. All right. We are back from casino doing dad stuff to talk about the last three games this week. The 
shocker of the week casino everybody's favorite super bowl pick the denver broncos lost to the <laughs> winless until this game las vegas raiders shockingly pulling the upset on the best team in the league the denver broncos uh thoughts on this game casino um that was a lot of a lot of uh joe uh josh jacobs yeah josh jacobs show josh jacobs show um yeah what was here 28 attempts 144 yards two touchdowns he had the long for 43 like so a, a pretty big portion of his yardage right there that's pretty much a third of it but um yeah and then car didn't look that bad um 21 for 34 no picks uh but he rushed for 40 188 yards so he he did what you were supposed to do as quarterback protect the football um and he pretty much just let josh jacobs do his thing well and then um, got Devonte adams involved. i was gonna say yeah then Devonte adams is 101 yards um got him involved pretty well so i mean yeah pretty impressive uh there i mean but vegas played what we expected vegas to play like yeah uh sorry and the those listening if they can hear my kid over here eating but the broncos just continue to be tied with five other teams for the most boring offense to watch in the league like their coach was an offensive coordinator you would think he would have his system his offensive identity in play but Russell Wilson just looks like a shell of himself. He had a good game, but if you watch that game, the stats are uh, show a different story than how he was playing in that game because right. he, he it's like he just now will either take the check, check down or just throw the ball into the ground when the play just starts like two seconds after the play starts, after he hikes the ball. He gets literally three seconds to look and if he doesn't see exactly what he likes, he just immediately bails on the play by either spiking it into the ground or throwing it off to the to the flat because he had how he got the 237 yards watching that game, I will never know. Apparently, he has just stopped trying to be like dynamic in the passing game because you well, saw him, I mean, even his last three seasons in Seattle, he was taking risks, taking deep shots, running around, trying to make something happen. Now it just looks like he Well, because he's just doesn't. throwing the, I mean, the reason he has got so many yardage, I mean, one uh, one of it's a, I mean, his receivers had, had long, long receptions here. That's really the only reason. Um, it was an entertaining game for a, uh, you know, for a uh, – Sunday night game, or yeah, no, it was yeah, it was a Sunday. Night no, game. it was it. The Sunday night was Chiefs. Uh, oh, sorry, Patriots. This was like late afternoon. But yeah, yeah, yeah. I I got to work while it was still on, so it was fresh in my head. Um, yeah, no. Um, but we we you know we came out with this outcome. There there was Broncos working to win. Uh, the Raiders were actually going to show up and get their first victory because their season depended on it josh mcdaniel's career unless he wanted to go to college ball depended on it yeah 
All right. But yeah, so I just, I, I bailed last week on the Broncos as my Super Bowl pick. This week, I'm all out. All out. I don't trust the Broncos at all. I think their record is how they're two and two and the Raiders are one and three, especially after watching that game. Like Derek Carr just looks like an infinitely better quarterback than Russell Wilson. And nobody was saying that before this season at any time in these two guys' careers. But Derek Carr still looks like he's hungry, like he's a leader, like he's trying to win games. Russell Wilson, now in all games with the Broncos so far, he just looks like he's showing up and then going home and doing cringy TikToks or stupid commercials or he just looks like he's all in this now just for everything outside of actually playing football. Because when he plays football, it is rough, man. This game was rough to watch. I kept switching between this one, your game, and the Cardinals game. But I watch way too much of this game to just be like, do anything but just shit on Russell Wilson. Because, man, Denver Broncos look rough. They look rough, man. All right, let's move over to the Sunday night game, the Kansas City Chiefs versus the Tampa Bay Bucks. The score ended up being 41 to 31, but this game felt much closer watching it than the final score indicates. But Kansas City pulls it out. Obviously, uh, everybody loses their shit over Mahomes doing just crazy shit with the football. Uh, Are the Chiefs back casino? Are they back as the number one team in the AFC? Um, yeah, uh, no, I, I would, I would, I would say so. Um, it was, you know, nice to see the bucks though, actually put up some points, but, um, no, I, I do think Kansas city is back there. I mean, that one game, they could easily be four and oh, they had that debacle of a horrible game to give the Colts a win, but, uh, no, I think they're back. Um, and yeah, I think they, with the panic mode in Buffalo right now, needing to figure out what's going on because like, no, there's no issue on that team and why they're not doing well. They're just not, they're just not um, playing well. Yeah. Yeah. It's so weird. But, um, but uh, so, I mean, I would, I would take the chiefs right now, but I'm, you know, obviously I'm sticking to the bills. Well, we're also getting the chiefs bills, uh, game I believe is it next week no in two weeks we're getting the Bills traveling to Kansas City so I don't see how you know what I just lost Casino he's having uh, issues here so I guess I'll just finish up these last two games uh, so with continuing with the Chiefs Buccaneers game all right well I'm just gonna sit there while Casino tries to join back but if he can't join in let's just keep uh doing this right now so as i was saying uh the bills play the chiefs in two weeks it's going to be at arrowhead so i agree with casino i think the chiefs are back i think they've clearly cemented themselves as the cream of the crop in the afc i think the game against the colts was an outlier not uh you know a rule obviously because we just saw them play the number one defense or the number I believe it's number two defense, right? Because the Bills are number one. So the number, or no, oh, the Tampa Bay Bucks are the ninth ranked defense. So just, just drop 
41 points on a Bucks defense that I actually think is better than the ninth ranked defense. I think they, you know, have shown that the Kansas City Chiefs are here to play. Let's see, Patrick Mahomes at 23 uh, for 37, 249 yards, three touchdowns, one INT. But I really think the uh, biggest surprise of this Chiefs offense is we obviously knew Patrick Mahomes would do great this season. There was no reason for him not to. There was question marks with Tyreek Hill, but I think that had more to do with, will they give up those cheap touchdowns? You know, will they not get those cheap touchdowns anymore? And they basically don't anymore, but that really hasn't stopped this offense from cooking. They still have Travis Kelsey, nine receptions, 92 yards for one touchdown, but the breakout for me at least has been Clyde Edwards-Hilaire. He was a disappointment. I feel like since he's come to the league and this finally seems like the season where things are starting to click, where he's finally being the running back they hoped he would be. And that's the big difference between the Bills and the Chiefs, right? The Bills have a great defense, great offense with Josh Allen, even though it looks to be rocky the past couple weeks, but they've never had a running game. The Buffalo Bills have never had a running game. The Chiefs have never had a running game, but they look like they finally have solved that issue where Clyde Edwards-Hilaire has finally looked like the running back that can lead a team in rushing and be a featured back. So two weeks, it's going to be real interesting with the Chiefs. I'm not going to be picking against them next week because they play the Raiders and the Raiders look good, but... And for some reason, the Raiders have just had the Chiefs number. So maybe I will have to think about that. But the Raiders being in Arrowhead, I don't know. I don't know. I think the Chiefs are the cream of the crop in the AFC, maybe in the entire NFL. But yeah, that's why we play the games, right? Let's move on to the Monday night game where we saw the San Francisco 49ers win 24-9 against the Rams. The Game was never really even close. It was all 49ers. We had Jimmy Garoppolo, 16 for 27, 239 yards, one touchdown. Jeff Wilson, 18 for 74 yards, a touchdown. Debo Samuel, six receptions for 115 yards and a touchdown. But really, the as is always the case with the San Francisco 49ers, it is the defense that really showed up tonight, getting one interception, uh, Drew Greenland just went absolutely crazy, getting 12 tackles, one tackle for a loss. Uh, They sacked Matthew Stafford so many times I can't even count it. I believe it was one, or let's actually just go to the stats instead of me trying to just count this. Let's see, the San Francisco 49ers defense sacked Matthew Stafford seven times. They also just somehow one when they lost the time of possession by at least 10 points so the LA Rams had 34 minutes of time of possession San Francisco only had 25 but that's all they needed to put up 24 points uh I think the I think much with the Chiefs the 49ers were kind of everybody's pick at the beginning of the season to be the cream of the crop in the NFC and Trey Lance Jimmy Garoppolo it's always been Debo Samuel that rushing offense, that creative offense, and just riding on the backs of their defense. And I don't think they've shown us anything different than that this season. They've really stepped up just defensively with all the question marks on offense. The defense has remained solid. They've played great this season. This was probably the best game they've played so far, shutting down that high-powered Rams offense that kind of has the same problem as the Bills, right? What is Cam Akers? Who is Cam Akers in this offense? He didn't really show up this week. He hasn't really shown up most of this season, 
mostly it was Daryl Henderson who got seven carries for 27 yards, but Cam Akers got eight carries for 13 yards. So once again, the Rams are devoid of a rushing offense. The 49ers didn't fare much better, but at least they have some type of offensive identity, right? They're a rushing team first. They get creative to get the ball into the hands of Debo Samuel. Jimmy Garoppolo is not going to lose you a lot of games. He's not, he's going to win you a fair amount more than he does loss. He doesn't or lose. I'm sorry. He doesn't really, he's not a liability on offense like Trey Lance. I wouldn't say was showing he was, but maybe the team just didn't have that spark like they do with Garoppolo around, you know, uh, around uh, Trey Lance or around, Garoppolo, they have the spark. Trey Lance, they really didn't. And then it's like Garoppolo comes back in and then it's immediately like the 49ers just assume being one of the best teams in the NFC. So NFC West is wide open. The, they're all two and two. They all are within one game of each other, obviously. So yeah, I don't know. I don't know what to make of this division. I still think the 49ers are, oh, let's see. Let's go to, oops. Sorry, sorry. Let's go to division. I should have, this is normally where Casino would talk and I would pull this up, but we're obviously having technical difficulties. So yeah, everybody in the NFC West is two and two. The 49ers are currently at the top of that division. They just whoop the Rams. And I think there's a lot of question marks with the Seahawks and the Cardinals in terms of consistency. Can those teams be consistently good? I don't trust the Cardinals at all. They just look like a mess and Kyler Murray looks like he's improvising on every offensive play every single time he steps on the field. So I don't know if they can be consistent. The Seattle Seahawks look like maybe the dark horse team in this uh, league. Let's see when they actually play this 49ers team. And then the Rams, again, they need to be consistent as well. They play as many good games as they do bad games. This, they just look completely outmatched on both sides of the ball. So yeah, interesting week in the NFL, week four. We will be back on Thursday. Hopefully, Casito will work out his connectivity problems, and we will have our MLB playoff preview on Thursday along with our predictions for Thursday football. We'll talk some college football as well, and then two weeks from now, or no, not this week, but next week, we'll do our NBA preview, so our, our NHL one as well, so MLB playoffs getting into effect, NFL starting to finish the first quarter of the season, and then we have NBA and NHL to talk about along with college football try to sneak in there. So yeah, big week in sports, big month in sports. Uh, so stay right here on the Only Sports Podcast podcast. He's Casino, or I guess he would be on this side, Casino. Uh, and I am Will. This has been the Only Sports Podcast podcast.